Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring, from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Piccolo and Dr. Zong! Every time, welcome to Silver and Gold, Daddy. I am the loaf, and with me, dig it. Uh, this week, we're doing some uh, some uh, hot eye patch chick double feature action. Yeah, we got Thriller, a cruel picture, or Thriller in Green Film from 1973, or they call her One Eye, and we're doing uh, Doomsday. The Neil Marshall joint from 2008. We'll get into those soon. Hey, Zom, how was your? How it's was your fucking week? sucks, and um, I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> and I literally think, you know, okay, what was the movie with? Um, was it Catherine Deneuve where she was crazy in her apartment, and the hands were grabbing oh, her and shit? Yeah, the, I'm kind of yeah. starting to feel like that. Maybe. Yeah, Depression? but I don't want to say anything because when I tell people about it, then they start looking at me funny. They want to get you help. Well, Fuck you know, help. I don't know. I mean, you know, you just need sleep. And yeah. the bugs what and then the snake coming out of the, like, a, there was a goddamn giant boa constrictor. The head of it started coming out of my fucking bag. I think that I was sleeping. <laughs> but I can't guarantee you that. <laughs> Learn, how. <laughs> Learn how. Learn how a simple glass of grapefruit juice can add inches to your yeah. penis size. Ron shows you how. Click here. Fuck Should yeah. I click? Um, <laughs> I had a I had a pretty I don't know about yeah, you, but send me the week link. myself. <laughs> Giggy, giggy. Uh, the uh, yeah, I had Memorial Day between uh, recordings and fuck holidays and retail. They don't match. Fuck holidays there, in general. So. They don't mean shit. Yeah. Once you reach a certain age, all you're doing is just waiting to die. <laughs> Fucking I'm getting a. there, buddy. I've crossed. I've Every crossed the fucking day. I'm in, day is in that the same. pasture now. <laughs> it's it is kind of. I get like you know you get up and you go to work and then you come home and like eat something while standing in in the yeah. refrigerator door and then you put you close the refrigerator door and you go and sit in the same little indented indention in the couch yep. that you were sitting in before you left for work and then you get a little bored and you go up and, and then you lay you go down to work the next day when and, you wake <laughs> and you you lay there for eight hours and only sleep for four. I I, I covet my sleep. I mean, honest to God, there's nothing that I, I don't, I, right now, at this moment, 
I don't know if I'd say that I like I, I if if I could get some good puss right now, get some good sleep. <laughs> I think I'd take the sleep, man, because the puss wouldn't last that long. They always just didn't. Does the does the does melatonin? I think that might be why I'm going crazy. Oh, yeah. you took melatonin. Yeah, if you if you take melatonin and don't that's sleep, that's horrible. It's not good. And then and you yeah, get oh, some yeah. weird dreams. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a it's been well, a, it's uh, interesting. If you can keep perspective and realize that you know none of the stuff is real, then you 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 just have to just kind of you know you'll be all right. Just, just roll yeah, with that yeah. Um. So I know you've been watching some. Yeah, I watch some hockey. Watch some. Uh, what else? I watch. I've been I, since I couldn't sleep. I've been putting on stuff on that that uh, I can. You know, the kind of shit when you're trying to kind of zone out something that's not going to grab your attention. Yeah. So I've been watching some shoots. Watch the John Nord or okay. Nord the Barbarian, who was the Berserker. In WWF, I watched his shoot. He's pretty funny. He's the one that talked about Dusty Rhodes uh, taking the toilet paper and wrapping it around his hand and then sticking it in the crack of his ass. The the muffler. They called it. They say Big Johnny. Uh, it's what you call a muffler. It's for hygiene, Daddy. And then when he gave him a pile driver in the ring and he couldn't get his arms around his big belly. He grabbed him by the tights. The tights stretched open, and Dusty's muffler fell out on the mat. And the guy said, "Hey, you homo! Your tampon fell out." And that was—he said that was pretty humiliating. Who? 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 Uh, um, There's somebody who in the that? fucking crowd. And uh, <laughs> oh. then I, I watched uh, Jim Brunzel, Jumpin' Jim, who was uh, one of the Killer Bees with Brian Blair, and uh, he's pretty. Huh? Was that the? Was that the? Were they the cheatingest face? They cheated a lot because time. they did that thing where they had that. <laughs> they put that mask on and they like switch out and shit. Yeah. Uh, Vince did not like him. He said as soon as he saw him, he goes, "I knew I wasn't going to do anything there because he just looked at, over at me and said, oh, my God, not another Bob Backlund.'" And uh, and but Brenzel <laughs> is like real clean cut, but he also will sit there and talk about. Uh, he said he helped Don Morocco move from Minnesota. He helped him pack up his apartment, and he said, and he gave me mm-hmm. something in his appreciation, and I haven't been the same since. So, because uh, I guess Don Morocco and Kevin Sullivan, Don Morocco, and uh, King Curtis and Mark Lewin were known for uh, doing acid a lot, and they said Mark Lewin Ooh. had a a pendant that he wore around his neck that looked like a you know you see the what do they call them the sea uh, dollars. Sand dollars, yeah. Sand dollar. It said it looked like a sand dollar, but it, he would hold it up and let you lick it, and it had it was just made out of LSD. So that was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, let's see what else. I watched that stupid Donald Rumsfeld uh, document. It's not stupid; it's good. The unknown known. Um, and I don't know why, because it just makes me mad. Because he's just he's like a psychopath. And he just like smiles and laughs about shit that you shouldn't laugh and smile about. He thinks he's like really clever. He plays all these like if you ask him a direct question, he never answers directly. He'll he answers like in riddles, and he's just like a fucking dumb old fuck. Uh, I watched <laughs> Safe with Jason Statham. I can't remember if I said that last week, but that was really 
You did what you you did watch AJ since yeah, it was good. I liked that one. Yeah, that was it. That was the one. And then I watched the I I every because I couldn't sleep. I um would try to sleep, and then I would set my alarm. So I just lay there and probably fall asleep for a half hour, forty five minutes. Wake up, and I'd have to start getting ready to go to work, and the hockey game would be on. So I'd see about a period of that, or or maybe less. But now, um, well, the only dog I have in the hunt now would be the L.A. Kings, just because Jeff Carter and Mike Richards that played for the Flyers play there. And uh, but uh, P.K. Subban and the and you don't want and you don't, don't want the Rangers. Rangers fucking they they haven't won the whole thing, but they beat the Canadiens, so they moved on. They're in the finals. No, I'm saying you don't want the you you uh, go for L.A. because you don't want the L. Yeah, and I don't want Chicago to win. Just because Coop is a Chicago fan, and since all my teams are out, it's kind of like you know, you yeah, you know, you know. I mean, if, if if two teams were in the finals that none of my friends liked, I'd be really happy because that means that everybody else got. Yeah, I don't, I don't like when like one of my friends' teams goes all the fucking way, and I fucking you know the Flyers got beat, you know, in the first fucking round like jabronis. But at least they made the playoffs. Carolina yeah, didn't even I'm make it this year. That. Ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, it's you know, misery loves company. I want to see somebody get like, one up on me. That's why the show's misery going on. Misery fucking guys. loves company. That's faux show. <laughs> I didn't watch got? shit. I watched some Pirates I, baseball. I they, uh, oh, ever since I mentioned that the Red Sox have. Uh, one to- when I mentioned they lost ten in a row, there you go. It must be row. you. <laughs> well, they beat the they beat the they beat the Braves. I love when times. people do that shit where they're like, uh, they're in the fucking playoffs, and the last time they were in the fucking playoffs when at the World Series, I was wearing these socks. So I'm not going to take these. So- I'm like, are you fucking a goddamn? What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? You know, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's it's almost like religion. I guess if it comforts you, but I mean, when you think yeah. about it, you have absolutely no sway. What you do when you fucking if you put on your left shoe first instead of your right shoe first is not going to jinx anything. You're you're just a fucking you're just a tiny little fucking speck of nothingness. Insignificant. I, like speck. like a fucking uh, Kansas dust in the wind. That's all we are. <laughs> Um, I got a few in myself. Um, some good, All some right. not so good. So one, you're you're one carrying the, the, the really load nice here, so I want to hear some good yeah. shit about movies. <laughs> so the 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 one I mentioned last week, the magnificent fill in the blank, was Magnificent Ruffians um, from 1979, or My Ming Zhaozi. Uh, this one was pretty good. This is, has the Venom crew in it. And um, it has like this one guy, like he's like the one percent, and he has a big golden sword, what? or oh, okay. the one percent. And uh, he, uh, well, it's not really a sword; it's like a giant fucking blade on a on a stick, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like a spear, but with a blade on the end. But he calls it the golden sword, anyway. And he's a big asshole and he's rich and he basically is just bored because he thinks he's so awesome that he just invites people over just to like slash them with a sword and kill them. And he wants some, he wants a challenge. So he like sets up this restaurant and lets guys come in to, uh, basically eat. Well, apparently the thing to do was eat for free 
and then just take a beating if you couldn't pay for it. Uh, so he was like, his theory was whoever would do that would have to be willingly do that more than once would have to be like good at martial arts or whatever, be, be willing to take a beating. So he tried to draw them in and instead of beating them, he would have them like jump out the window over this like kind of obstacle course and tested them that way. And he gathered four guys and they all started living. One in of them was and, Kurt Thomas, who was like a that. former Olympian <laughs> gymnastics guy. Ugh, yeah. What a fucking turd yeah. that was. Um, <laughs> but, uh, this is, this was, this was good. It had some really good fight in it, fights in it. Uh, the um and the venom the venom dudes always bring it uh lots of there's this one got a little a little bloody a couple times and uh but uh yeah it's worth checking out definitely this is a year after the five deadly venom so there I, I didn't realize this i guess they made quite a few movies together but they only made movies together for like 4 years um they made that five deadly venoms in 78 and by 82 they were all split up doing their own thing um let's see i watched um well so after I watched Doomsday, we'll get into that. Uh, I felt like watching Escape from New York because I hadn't seen it in years. Apparently, I thought I'd seen it a lot more. And as I'm watching, I was like, I don't really remember this. And it's, there's, I was thinking as I'm watching it, I think maybe I'd only seen this once um, back, you know, in the late '90s. I watched it on video, I think. But it's on uh, it's on Amazon Prime. If you want to check it out, actually, no, that's the next one. I was gonna say actually, it might be going away. Um, but Escape from New York, I mean, it's, it's still awesome. I, I didn't remember as much as I thought I would, but, uh, you know, got the gist of it. And, uh, his, I, 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 I love his little, uh, machine gun thing, whatever the fuck it is. Um, it had, looked like it has a silencer on it, but it just makes that had season Hubley and it. yeah, it did briefly. That was his woman for long and fucking. Barbeau's yeah. tits. Well, that's man. why she probably wasn't in it because compared to Barbeau, she was like, I'm not going to fucking stand beside her. <laughs> her character's name was Girl yeah. in Chock Full of Nuts. Um, but yeah, there's a great scene with Barbeau running down the stairs of like the, the bon, courthouse bon, or something. Yeah. Let's see. Then I watched Escape that's... from LA. I had only, I knew I had only seen it. Yeah, I wonder once. why. I that's the the only, probably the same reason I only saw it once. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is on Netflix Instant, (laughs) and by the time anybody hears this, how the fuck you rip yourself off? It was it was amazing how like they pulled. It's it's not only like I could I understand recycling the story when it's the same writers and everything, and kind of like it's almost poking fun at the first one and Hollywood, but it's like every single. Like plot element. Well, I wonder there. if they didn't think, okay, Escape from New York was kind of a cult classic, and we're going to show it to a whole new generation, but we're going to make it, you know, what? I mean, I don't understand why the fuck the same guy basically makes the same fucking movie, <laughs> except worse. When, when I was 19 and saw this movie, I thought it was uh, funny and I liked it. This time, I, it made me I mad. got a bored with it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I still. I. I live very close still to the theater. Because I always I thought, them. you know, oh man, it would be uh, cool if they did like a uh, another Snake Plissken movie. Like even if it was like, I always thought, you know, it'd be like a cool a, a prequel where they show all the stuff. His yeah, and all Leningrad that shit when he was stuff. in the like, war they, and all that crap. They, and they turn around mm-hmm. and John Carpenter. And you know what the thing that really pisses me off is. John Carpenter is an ugly motherfucker, and those big tits that Adrian Barbeau had, we were just salivating ever. He had this anytime he wanted. Fucking. 
Pam Gre- Speaking of big tits, Pam Greer's in this one. Speaking of training. big tits, you see me right now without my shirt on. Nope. Uh oh. Yeah, we might have to update uh, see, how much watched... the, the total combined weight is at the beginning of the show. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I've okay, lost well, a little since we out. first did it, so maybe it's evened out. Yeah. Um. The. Uh, Combined weight was always a weird thing to say. Like, what are the, who cares well, what the I combined think that, weight I think of a tag team is? It would probably help your ego. Because if you were kind of the chubby guy on the team, it wouldn't be like, okay, here's Jack Briscoe <laughs> at 220 pounds, and then here's Dr. Zom at, you know, 290. And or, or like like Andre Andre and Haku, combined weight of 800 pounds. Yeah, like 500 <laughs> of it's fucking Andre. They said, uh, uh, Brunzel, I think, said that he, they got in a car after the match. They stopped and bought a 12-pack of beer, and he was driving, and Andre was in the passenger seat. They went 10 miles up the road, and he got pulled over by a cop. He said he was going like 100 miles an hour. 10 miles up the road, and Andre had already drank seven fucking beers. And the Jesus. cop was like, you know, he kept asking Brunzel if he drank it. And he goes, I didn't drink any of it. I'm drinking, you know, Coke. Yeah. Um, I read that. Uh, I read that under the giant uh, comic book. It was good. I liked it. Um, let's see. Uh, it's kind of the. Uh, it's like a biography of Andre with like little stories. Does that Brody in it? Um, Just in Japan, I would think it had Bro- something. I don't remember Brody being in it too much. There's a there's a thing with Stan Hansen in a. Uh, Stan Hansen was there. This might have just been a bus thing. It was there was the, he the, one of the stories of Andre getting in a fight with um, Barry Wyndham's yeah. dad in the hotel at, at Dick Murdoch's party. God. Can you imagine some that of the was, conversations going on in that hotel? <laughs> Jesus. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> back to my list. I watched. Uh, uh, let's see, Menum Menumpas Terroris or the terrorists. Um, this is a Indonesian movie with Barry Prima, and the poster of it looked awesome when I was sorting my iTunes library. So I decided to watch it, and I got about three quarters of the way through it and remembered oh. I'd actually seen it, and there's a reason why I didn't remember <laughs> it before, because it sucks. <laughs> That's it's really bad when you forget there's movies hard. and watch them again when they're good. You know, when you yeah. This was not good. It's boring. Um, and Barry Prima's in it for like 10 minutes. He's like, Barry Prima is like the the face of Indonesian action movies um, as far as Indonesian actors go. Uh, but this is like, this is mainly focuses on this group of terrorists that are trying to bomb a, a business. But in the middle of it, they get, uh, their plot gets fucked up. There's a kind of a cool car chase. Um, starting at the business, but then when they escape and get on the road, they actually do a fucking like car sitting still with a movie playing behind them. Like it's so low budget. An Indonesian movie is so low budget they can't even afford to drive a real car. <laughs> um, and like I don't know, the mini- there's miniature work to show shit blowing up, and it just it just wasn't very exciting. It was it almost had almost had like a um, hard boiled feel by the end with the stuff going on in, the, in a hospital. But eh, I'd rather watch hard boiled certainly. Uh, I will not be watching this one again. I've marked it as watched, and I will remember this time. <laughs> um, I uh, I watched, uh, I green zoned watched uh, Journey to the West this morning. Uh, this it's um, a new Stephen Chow directed movie. 
uh, the guy that did Shaolin oh. Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle. Um, and it's about uh, a uh, a Buddhist uh, demon hunter who is trying. There's been a, a sudden a, a rash of, uh, I guess, large animal themed demons attacking people. And de- being being a demon hunter at this time is lucrative. So a, a bunch of demon hunters keep running into each other, and it's it's entertaining, man. I uh, especially at the beginning of the movie. With some of the slapstick stuff that happens, I was laughing pretty hard. Uh, like, there's a giant fish, and this all these people are trying to like uh, seesaw it, like by jumping on one end of a, a like this bridge that was teetering back and forth. The fish was laying on one end, and they're trying to flip it onto the ground. And three guys would jump, and then the fish just flops a little bit, and those guys go flying, and they go flying in slow motion. They're doing like twists in the air and stuff. And what ultimately gets it is this giant fat woman. <laughs> It's like the ground is shaking. It's really funny, but it's a good movie. It's um, uh, you know the the the, the CGI is a little well, it's a little Hong Kong <laughs> looking. It's not it's not Godzilla, but it's fun. It's a fun movie. Um, and it came out today, so it's on it's on. Uh, I think it came out today or this week. It came. It's on. Uh, it's on iTunes. So. And then I watched this evening uh, an anime uh, I'd not seen. Since the '90s, uh, Ninja Scroll used to be one of my favorites. Ninja Scroll, times. Oh, Scroll, Scroll, S C R O L L, yeah. Um, about a uh, a guy that kind of gets conned into fighting the these the eight demon ninjas of some clan, and uh, every all the ninjas have a cool power. There's one dude that has like rock skin, and there's one chick whose snake tattoos come to life, and there's another woman that can like sew up corpses to be bombs. It's it's cool. Um, makes me want to watch some ninja shit, definitely. So, but it's fun. It's pretty gory. Lots of nudity. Not for kids. Um, and that was it. Nice Woo! revisit there. So, all right. God let's. Damn, my glasses uh, are dirty. What do we want to do first? Let's do Doomsday first. Let's get that one out of the way. I, I have some <laughs> things to say about Doomsday. All right. Let's take a break and come back, and we'll talk about some Doomsday. We'll be right. Yes, yes. Much better. If I had a podcast, I'd podcast in the morning. I'd podcast in the evening. All over the swan. I'd talk about hammer. I'd talk about amicus. I'd talk about every tenuous link in between. Especially about meal coloring. Amicus.com. You know what? Lottie, 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 Lottie,
movies about <laughs> movie songs from iPatch movies. So. <laughs> Slick Samurai. Uh, all right, first movie of the day, Doomsday. That's why we never have no beef. So then I washed off this old Empress, the gold teeth. <laughs> all right, 2008, directed by Neil Marshall. A futuristic action thriller where a team of people work to prevent a disaster threatening the future of the human race. Fucking the future of the human race. (laughs) What a kind of shitty... Oh my god, that's terrible. Are there any more synopsis? Here we go. A lethal virus spreads through Scotland, infecting millions and killing hundreds of thousands. To contain the threat, acting authorities brutally quarantine... That's too long. Three years, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, close enough. Group of specialists going in. They're trying to find a cure for this. They've walled off Scotland. And they're trying to find a cure. They believe it might be inside the walls of Scotland uh, because there's still people alive in there. So they're sending in their special force to extract the virus that now has been believed to have infected London somehow. So, Yeah. Zom... You'd I seen saw this before, it in correct? the theater when it first came out. Okay. Oh, you saw this with? Is this the one you saw? One, one of the ones you no, saw with your mom? No, I didn't see this with my mom. No. No, no, no. Okay. Even my mom right. wouldn't want to so go see this. So, what did you this. think of? What did you think um, of Doomsday? Okay. There's. I when I went to see it. You now already by the tone in your voice, I'm feeling like you had a similar experience. I with it I, I did. feel the exact same way, and I haven't seen it since. Oh, since never mind. Like 2008, but I feel the exact same way now that I did then, which is okay. It's got a lot of crazy, wild shit in it, but yeah, 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 yeah. it's like okay, uh, talk about. Okay, we just talked about John Carpenter ripping off himself. Well, this Neil Marshall ripped off everybody. He ripped off Escape from New York. <laughs> well, it's he ripped off. It's 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 mostly Escape from he New York. He ripped off uh, fucking uh, uh, Thunderdome, Mad Max Thunderdome. He yeah. what else did he rip off? He it's got some elements of this and that, you know, everything. I think th- I think this I think it's so blatant though you could say this it's homage yeah. it's not stealing because he's okay not but number to hide two it. is it's too fucking long it should have been an hour and a half bam 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 especially since she right. wore an eye patch yeah like that that tells me and he, she's supposed to be and, like female yeah. snake Pliskin but then yeah. the fucking bitch doesn't wear the goddamn fucking eye patch to ninety nine percent of the fucking movie <laughs> now also. I'm torn between whether this chick. Okay, I'm going to say I think she's hot. Oh yeah, she. But she also kind of reminds me of Buddy Ravel from Three O'clock High, who was what's his name? Um, (laughs) What the fuck's that guy's name? Yeah, Uh, but I mean, sort of, sort of. She kind of, but she's you know a a hot, uh, tough guy, tough chick, badass. We should That's review that movie. movie. I love that movie. Um, if they remade it, Richard, yeah, Richard, Richard, Tyson. Richard Tyson. She kind of has a Richard Tyson sort of look in her face. She could be Richard Tyson's <laughs> sister. So I don't know if that means that I'm attracted to Richard Tyson or they just kind of look a little. Well, you could nah. do worse. You know, I I thought I I expected more from him, uh, especially after uh, Two Moon Junction, 
which they were making him a sex symbol, and he fucked Cheryl Lynn Fenn in that movie. And it was like all the women loved mm-hmm. that fucking movie. And why am I talking about that? So anyway. I don't know. You have this Rona Mitra, who is Buddy Ravel's sister, which I'm surprised they didn't throw uh, an homage to 3 o'clock high into this fucking movie. But, <laughs> okay, you got Bob Hoskins, which is kind of nice that we are doing something with him since he just recently passed away. That yeah. was kind of cool. Now, and he's got he's do, he's doing that his great one dude. I mean, uh, granted, yeah, I love I the love the one dude accent. that uh, played um, Canaris. His voice is, I, oh, yeah, the, I can't uh, decide if it's amazing or if it's so mushy mouth and and gravelly <laughs> uh, that he's like, I can't even do it because it's a Scottish accent with. I don't know what, man, like marbles in his mouth and he chewed ground glass. But I always kind of like him and stuff. Yeah, he's good. I liked him. And I, I, I think he's like nice stone yeah. face. And he's, he's good, good as a baddie, you know. And um, now yeah. um, it starts out, they introduce, of course, her. And she's doing her thing. They, they, they pretty much set up that she's a badass she kicks ass all by herself she's she's like i said kind of like well we open we open you actually open in with showing them yeah yeah off Scotland initially. That, which is and and, he, and you have i guess the, the the setup of it because she's a small child and her mom's trying to help her get out of scotland and she gets injured in the eye with with a stray gun yeah, with stray gun she fire. has to have she has, she has to lose that eye. Do we ever know why Snake Plissken lost his eye? They never said. Uh, probably when he got caught uh, with Fresno Bob. Remember what they did to Bob? <laughs> anyway, so that was Snake Plissken. <laughs> he um, sounded good. He, I liked it. Or she, Richard Tyson's sister. Um, she's a badass. She has the, a sort of a, I wouldn't say a quest. Bec- well, sort of. Because she gets this opportunity to go in and see if they can uh, find a cure for this fucking disease, and um, but she, her mother, sacrificed herself so that she could live when she was a little kid, and um, so yep. nobody knows who's alive or who's dead. They suspect that there's pretty much everybody's dead. Well, yeah, and that, what they've what they've done, they've walled off Scotland, they've welded the gate closed, they. Um, have and just like Escape from New York, they've mined the water around the island. They have constant patrol outside. Um, but unlike New York or Man- Manhattan Island, or in the case of Escape from LA, LA Island, it's a it's it's a no fly zone yeah. over Scotland. So there that sets up why they wouldn't know that there's people inside because they can't see the middle of it where Glasgow would be, which is where this takes place for the most part. Um, they uh because nobody flies over it because they don't but it does it it does have some good elements like okay the guy saul the the uh he's the um like wes and lord wes and humongous all rolled into one from road warrior because he does the stand up and get the 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 thing where he does the uh the big speech on the stage, that was amazing because I mean, it was it looked like so much fun. I was like, well, fuck, I wouldn't mind that. Now, one thing about that was that <laughs> was fucking stupid is they they make it seem like they're cannibals, like they they only eat people or something. But when the fucking good guys come in in their tank, 
They run over a fucking cow, and when they get out, there's a fucking herd of like a million goddamn black and white cows everywhere. Now, why would you have to eat fucking people? That's stupid. I think they just want to. Would you want to eat like, a fucking just... person if you could eat a cow? I'm sure there would be a lot more well, meat either, considering but... they had one guy that they cut up, and there was probably, what, a thousand fucking guys there? <laughs> why do, I, obviously, uh, obviously, yeah, I think they were just doing it because they that that's just a party for them is to just fuck this guy and then and then eat him and then offered his offer his meat to his friend and just be just jerks about it because obviously everybody's eating pretty well. Yeah, they look like all everybody healthy. Looks and like everything. they're nice and muscular. Everybody they have some amazing tattoo artists to oh, not yeah. have electricity. Well, you know, the Samoans <laughs> did it for years, um, uh, for thousands of years, whatever, how, or you know, however long it is, two hundred. And they oh, and they can. They can keep their hair nicely groomed. There's lots of nicely groomed col- and colorful mohawks, even though they don't have. Uh, they, they've been they've been in here for thirty years, so it's, it is nice to see when people are isolated from other humanity that mohawks always. It's almost like a Lord of the Flies the, thing, uh, where all the kids grow up, and they're all uh, for some reason. Since there's nobody else around, they all become like fucking punks. Uh, from the wasteland, they must have had a VHS yep. of uh, Road Warrior. Uh, now Saul has a, a kind of a hot, <laughs> badass uh, girlfriend woman, but yes, I don't. But I, they I killed don't know her, her name. Yeah, they she's killed not her. When I first yeah. saw it, I was like, man, she's t- she's you know hot, and they kill her off. For, well, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but the funny thing is the the special part is not that is the part that what's special about it is the way it happens because it's pretty yeah, it's a pretty cool but the, death but scene. The, the it also because that happens early. There's it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving toward the end, which was kind of funny. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the chick uh, what was her name in the movie that Rhonda or Rona or whatever her name was. Oh, um, do, 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 do. it was yeah. Eden. Um, she she has this team, and she's like a, a badass. She's the le- they they bring her. Nobody knows her, and she's the leader though, and she takes charge. And even though you know, like one of the guys kind of like makes a smart ass comment and everything. Now Hoskins is a cop, and he knows her, and she works kind of for him, and he sets her up with this gig. Um, but. They go in, and I thought it was funny, too. But but then again, they don't know how many people are going to be there. But right off the bat, they're driving this, like, uh, was it, like, eight-wheel? It's Instead of a treads on a tank, it had big tires, about eight, four on each side. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. Uh, my, uh, my brother had these toys when we were kids called Food Fighters. <laughs> And um, the food fighters were like, you know, it was like a slice of pizza with an army helmet and a, and a machine gun and stuff. Anyway, they rode around in one of, it looked like one of those, but it was a big egg crate, egg <laughs> carton with, with wheels. Yeah. Uh, Leanne, Leanne Leibenberg yeah. is her name, is the, and she's a, she's a stunt lady. She had tattoos on her like. face and stuff. I'd have fucked her. Um, you know, which is not like saying the whole, you know, big thing, you know, just whatever. <laughs> She's cute, man. She I'll, looks I'll like she some got some pretty nice jugs. Yeah, she does. They're probably oh, fake. Well, but whatever. She's cute. Um, but they they go in and they're trying to find this this dude who they're like, okay, wait a minute. If this dude's alive, you know, he, and there's people alive, then we can find uh, 
a fucking uh, not a serum, you know, whatever to, to you know a remedy or a cure for the fucking disease. And they go yeah. in, and then you know they get captured. It's it's almost like uh, when uh, the Duke of New York captures Snake, and then they go through all yep. that shit. Then you have, um, like I said, Saul, who kind of looks like um, Vernon Wells from Road Warrior. Kind of acts kind of crazy. He's got like a mohawk and stuff, and uh, wears his pants down around his butt crack entirely too far. And they also <laughs> had an homage to. Uh, Pulp Fiction, because they had, like, the Gimp was in it. Oh, yeah. They had an homage to the Warriors, because I don't know if you saw the baseball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. This is just homage. <laughs> there's, a guy, there's a guy in a baseball uniform um, with a face painted. And you also had a, a... Now, this was kind of a crossover, because you, you could say it was a Snake Plissken versus Ox Baker fight, or it was Mad Max mm-hmm. versus uh, the Master Blaster. Yeah, because that was sort of what I got more of a feeling of that because the guy had all the armor on and shit. Uh, And of course, she's fucking badass. But but now I will say this. They they could have her her outfit was pretty practical because they got the armor off of her. But she kind of just has like a black on like a black uh, tank top and uh, and like black boots, which I like the black black boots and black pants and everything. But they were, you know, it's like if you were going to fight and stuff like that, I could see that. But you didn't get as much of a sense for that hot ass and them sweet titties, if you know what I'm saying. So when, <laughs> no, I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> but then, now later on, uh, there was a Michael Crichton book, and I cannot remember what it was called, where they go back in time and they end up in, in like a medieval times. With knights and shit okay. like that. I've read the book and I, it's time something. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. But anyway, then I got a feel like that where they they get away from the Mad Max Road Warrior fucking uh, punk mohawk people. And they end up in this yep. time where everybody's like acting like they're in the uh, Middle Ages. And you have Malcolm McDowell shows up. Um, he didn't have... <laughs> cash oh yeah, check, cash big check time. big time. Now, they, he did have a... His second in command was a real sadistic asshole who like got off on uh, uh, putting that hot iron on that one girl's back, which was pretty fucking pretty bad when your your own dad decides to punish you and let some asshole fucking take a hot branding iron and fucking put it on your back. That's pretty fucked up. And uh, Ugh. and show and and Neil Marshall doesn't really and he does this in all of his movies that I've seen. He doesn't pull No, away it's from the it's gore uh, it's ultra violence in this. Yeah, like like when and you know somebody gets run over and it, instead of just you see the vehicle bump, you yeah. actually see the But you know a lot like of it's more like the, when, the way he does it. It's uh all done in fun like you're sitting there going oh or you know laughing about yeah, it. And yeah. Yeah. Um they end up in this one thing and now this was i thought this really stood out for me <laughs> they they are trying to um they're on the run you know and they're trying to get away now uh snake pliskin would be in the old uh ernest borgnine taxi cab or whatever or mel gibson in his you know the the you know the <sighs> the chase with the the punk you know the yeah. the warriors of the wasteland the the schmegma boys or whatever was that magic 
or the or the the shittiest looking CGI helicopter yeah, in Escape from yeah. LA. But so anyway, they, they, she ends up they they find this like a uh, bunker that's full of all this military hardware and stuff, and uh, and they find this uh, crate that has this brand spanking new black Bentley uh, luxury automobile, Ooh, yeah. which is fucking yeah, it's sharp as shit. But this must have been the most resilient vehicle of all time. <laughs> because right when they go out of the goddamn thing, the, the big uh, metal doors, automatic doors are closing, and they go through it, and it just scrapes the shit out of both sides of the fucking car. But then the car has no scrapes on the sides. Then it's fine. <laughs> now, there's another point where um, they're being chased, and there's this big, you know, fucking, uh, uh, all these uh, Mad Max-like cars chasing and everything, and the windshield gets shot out, and it's all smashed. But then... Two seconds later, the windshield is completely clear. <laughs> there, the, that Bentley. There were so many different times. Now they said that uh, Bentley, because it's like a really uh, high class, uh, rich one percenter car. They don't advertise and they don't uh, do product placement or anything. And they gave them. Uh, they they bought on their own. Bought three of those cars and they fucked one of them up oh, wow. right off the bat and accidentally drove it off a cliff. So it was done. Yeah. <laughs> so they only had Whoops. two left and they did say that they, you know, they really took a beating and after all the shit they did, all they had to do was, you know, like uh do the body work and it looked exactly the same. But there were so many times in this when I was watching it, it that last part which is probably 20 minutes where the car will have the side of it smashed in and then the next thing you know it doesn't. Yeah. And then windshield smashed in and then it doesn't. Um I The movie seems like it should be really badass, and you should be like, yeah, fuck yeah. But after I watched it, like I said, the first time and this time, a lot of going through my head was, you know, that there's, you can call it an homage, which I'm sure it is, because they have names of, like, uh, like you said, one of, like, uh, I can't remember what it was, if they have one named Miller and one named Carpenter or something in it. So Frank, or not Frank yeah. Miller, he's the Daredevil and that shit. Uh, George Miller was Roadwork. So they were doing an homage. But while I was watching it, uh, I was just thinking, God, you know, they're, they're ripping off this, it's they're ripping off that. And could have been cut down it it went too long um yeah and it takes it takes a long time for it to finally yeah. get ro- rolling the start the stuff that takes place outside the walls takes too long um the my other big thing with it that i was going to mention now the first time i saw this a couple years ago i i i was all right with it i liked it i had fun with it this time, like I fucking yeah. got a headache from it. Like I just, I was, I felt tired after watching it. And and Matsuzaka mentioned that he noticed because he said that he he had the same kind of uh, look at it because um, he dug it the first time when he watched it at home because he saw it in the theater. When he saw it at home, he t- he noticed like how it was edited, and in particular the well, there's two editing things that really got to me. One was the like the cuts in it are almost yeah. unbearable at times because you can hardly see now the, the, the driving part I thought was filmed well, but like any fight scenes, the fight scenes, they look like shit because they I literally, and it, and it bleeds over into dialogue too, but they, they cut so quick. I mean, it's like a quarter of a second 
half a second and it's off to another picture. Um, so like, you know, when the big dude in armor, the Ox Baker guy was swinging his, uh, his, his, uh, whatever that thing was, the, the, what did it, I forgot his first weapon. Is that like under cranking like when they're, the way they shot that? Cause it seemed like it was, um, that one might've been sped up a little bit more, more so it's just the way that it's cut. I mean, you see three different cuts in one swing of his weapon, yeah, it's it just like Jesus, just give much, it a yeah. little bit of time. And they and the the cut scenes, the the cuts also happen. They would go in the dialogue, and they make the dialogue feel so rushed. And another thing that really got to me was the um, with the editing was the the way the sound was mixed. Because if there was ever music in this movie, it was almost louder yes. than the dialogue. And being a you know dumb American hick. It's already hard enough for sometimes for me to follow British accents, but when they're fucking like the music's twice as loud as what they're saying, it's like I really have to concentrate. Not that it really matters too much what they're saying in this, but it's still just frustrating to like, you know, you're wanting to listen and hear what they say and you hear music instead. Um, but yeah, just the way that it's put together is a little too, I don't know. It's, stupid. It's too... Uh, it's like, quit being so stupid. Well, yeah, stupid, but... And it's, it's too... Um, like uh, yeah. ABD, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's hard to pay attention, and uh, I mean, I it's it makes it that I you know when it, when it cuts your attention so often, it makes it hard to maintain attention, and that's what really hurt the movie most of all for me because I like a lot of this, but the overall feel after I watched it was just like, man, I remember liking this a lot more the first time for some reason. And I was just like, kind well, of, fuck, you know, I, I I would rather just go and watch a. Uh, Escape from New York and Road Warrior. Because yeah, they're better no, movies. No, that's I, and, that's, or Three O'Clock like I, like High. I, like, 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 <laughs> we can never do that. Like I did with, uh, like I did with uh, Caddyshack last week. That's really why I watched Escape from New York. Um, and I, I was comparing it the whole time because they're like driving across this bridge and it's like, well, I actually get to watch the car for 15 seconds straight instead of yeah. <laughs> cutting back and forth between Isaac Hayes' face and then uh, an explosion and Sneak then the car again. And then, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I love I love parts of it. I am a I am a post apocalypse apologist with movies. Uh, I I mean, I love some of the of the stinkers, and it's not. I don't even. I don't think that this movie stinks, but it disappointed yeah. me this time. I mean, it's juicy. Um, it's, I like the technology in it. I mean, granted, she doesn't wear her eye patch the whole time. But yeah, that was pretty cool. That was kind of, cool. I like when she, when yeah. she put it in and Hoskins was sitting there beside of her. <laughs> yeah, and it made the, it yeah, even made that yeah. noise or the, I like, I like the, the bit with, uh, the guy had stolen her watch and the eyeball was on the floor and he's watching the back of his own head. Like, why do I see this? No, the eyeball was in her face, and but her watch that would show the video of the eyeball, he's standing there looking at it, and he's like, why do I see the back of my own head? <laughs> Pretty cool. But um, I totally forgot in Escape from New York, by the way, the, the bats with nails in it. That was pretty awesome. Um, I don't know. The, I just had more problems with this than I thought I was going to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do like... The, the cannibal scenes really yeah that was fucked. that was pretty fucking um, awful it, 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 it was well done um the the chase scenes very good it drags it drags a little bit for me at the medieval stuff um the fight is all right i guess but uh i didn't you know i didn't want to hear malcolm talk for 10 minutes either 
if he would have I mean, had like that you know, dildo like nose like he had in the Clockwork Orange, <laughs> fucking talk away and sing. Yeah, yeah. with a fucking Fuck jock yeah. strap and a. And oh, a, I'd have shit cane, myself yeah. if it, if he would if that would have been him. And he was like that was the real. That was, yeah, if he did that, or, or like, at least like an homage yeah. to that, that and take been that cool, dildo nose kinda... and fuck um, Richard Tyson in the butthole. Even, Richard, <laughs> you see, I posted side by side. What do you think? Do you think? Uh, see what the I'm ma- saying? The mouth is similar. There could be brother uh, and sister. I'm the just mouth saying of... that. I'm not saying that that's him. I'm because he's shorter than her, probably. But I mean, there's 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 homage to zombie movies in this. Escape from New York, certainly. Some warriors with that baseball furies dude. It has the Mad Max with the maybe Mad Max with the fighting. Um, uh, definitely the um, the the punk stuff and the the car chase felt very Mad Max too. Um, Neil Marshall's a really talented uh, genre director. Um, He's kind of hit or miss with me. I guess now it used to be that I, I said that the, the Descent was really what I didn't like of his. I need to go back and visit it. Now, Dog Soldiers, I, I, I like a lot. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, that's the that. werewolf movie, but it's a, it's the siege. It's That's kind of like Assault on Precinct 13 with werewolves. And then there's The Descent, which the first time I saw it, I was not a huge fan, but I'm thinking it's due for a revisit. Doomsday, I did like a lot and was disappointed this time. And Centurion, I saw in the theater and I thought I that like was really Centurion. good. So, I mean, not, not really good. I mean, it was fun. I liked it. Can't beat Fastbender. And um, he's doing a. He's gonna. It looks like he's gonna be directing the pilot of the Constantine TV show. I like the trailer for that. I don't. Some people are kind of talking doing, shit, but I'm telling you, uh, watch. He's also doing a movie called Skull Island: Blood of the King. 25 years after King Kong's death in New York, Carl Denham's son runs an expedition to Skull Island and tries to solve the decade. Does he have a mystery. patch on his eye? There's uh, a guy with no a pictures or any, chasing no him. cast or anything yet. A gorilla <laughs> with a patch on his eye? Um, yeah. Um, so, let's, uh, let's uh, just rate it. I give it a... Ah, 5.75. I'm there. The first time I saw this, I gave it a six. First time I saw this, this was probably like a seven. But when we were, when, Um, right before we did the show, and I was thinking about what I was going to rate it, I was going to rate it a 6.25, but it just, it actually went down. (laughs) That's what we were talking about. I I appreciate a lot about the movie, but some of the technical aspects of it really were taking it out of uh, taking me out of it this but time. I, that, well, does um, any, did any of the uh, the fight jumpiness did that bother you? I mean, I know we just talked about that, but no, it, it, did, it wasn't, wasn't like uh, it wasn't super shaky. It was the it was the cuts that were when I say headache, it was more like ugh, it was like exhausting, not like not like a. a all well, fucking what they're doing with every movie yeah, now. If you're not doing an yeah. arm bar, the camera's shaking. <laughs> um, but this didn't, <laughs> so well, it, eh, it didn't have too much. Impact. Yeah, she didn't do MMA. They're fighting with swords and shit, so bows and arrows <laughs> and machine guns. But uh, I give it a six. Um, I don't know. I was disappointed. I, I I hate being. I hate expecting, and then that's why I don't watch trailers. But I, I don't know. I had more fun with this the first time. I thought I was going to have more fun talking about it. So Anyway, yeah. can't win them all. Um, let's take a break and come back and talk about one that I might be a little more enthusiastic about. Thriller 
a cruel picture. We'll be right back. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. <laughs> but you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action, it had suspense, it had great characters, it had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? <laughs> the okay. box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. The box and the monkey. Speaking of Escape from New York... Baker isn't. Yeah. He's so old though. Imagine his like arthritic hands wrapped around your cock. <laughs> What's wrong? Um, all right. Uh, thriller. A cruel it's picture. Zom. And would you scare to synopsize? A young woman muted after a sexual assault as a child is trained to seek violent revenge on those who have wronged her after being kidnapped and forced to work as a prostitute. So, um, we did watch the, uh, the, the, the cut of this with the, with the X in it. Um, I know that there are, you know, I think there's, there's, pros and cons of watching either I would say I think most people lean towards saying that this does not need the extra um, nudity especially since it's not Christina Lindbergh but we'll get to that mm-hmm. um, so yeah this is uh, directed by Bo Arn Vibinius uh, this is a Swedish film we did watch the um, Swedish uh, we did watch the English, uh, whatever, <laughs> the English dub of it. Um, he only had directed three movies ever. Um, didn't have a very long career at all. I don't know why. Probably in prison. Uh, he didn't do a whole lot, though. No, I don't know that, but I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying, it'd be funny if he was. I mean, he had, a, you know, 69 to about 75, 68 to 75. That's about it. That's his film career. So, Dig it. um you got uh, you got Miss Lindbergh. Well, the movie starts with a with a a young little girl and a very <sighs> gross <clears throat> old man. 
Um, and I guess it can be said early on that one thing they do good in this is any of the antagonists are definitely, they, they cast them well because every single person that you're supposed to hate looks disgusting yeah. in some way. Um, and, and, and I'm sure there's some intent behind that. But uh, it starts with this dirty old man, and I don't know if at the beginning he bites his tongue or what, but he's walking through the woods with this little girl, and blood starts like coming out of his mouth as he's like spinning black. her around. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, he's really gross, and then there's a cop car coming down the road, and you get the impression that he has done something awful well, to he her. he was on top of her fucking her, wasn't he? I mean, you saw yeah, the, point, yeah, the yeah. point of view camera shot of his face... Like he's of his face, like, and they do, and they, and that's that's an interesting thing with this film. This is a, this is a, a true exploitation film. There's no doubt about it. But it has almost like an art house slant to it a few times, which I think, I mean, for me anyway, puts this like cream of the crop exploitation. It's 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 almost like it's 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 a well done exploitation movie. Um, and I'll and like I said, I'm going to get to the triple X stuff too. But um, you know, the, after this, you, the, the the little girl is the character that Christina Lindbergh plays, and I've already forgot Frigga mm-hmm. is, I think, is what they call her. Or, and um, Frigga becomes because of this traumatic experience. She is, she never speaks. She's mute, and um, and she, it's suggested that I mean, you know, she, they they live on a farm. It's you know, simple little simple little life. But uh, walking into town to go to, is she going to with the shrink or just the doctor? I think I shrink. Remember. Some kind of therapy. Um, yeah, and but she's you know she's walking into town and she gets picked up by another disgusting guy. Um, I didn't get anybody's name in it. I'm, I'm going to say he's Tony. Yeah, Tony sure, was the sleazy guy. That's the only yeah. other name I see. So Tony is, I mean, he's already fucking gross when you see him. Like, <laughs> so he's, fucking sleazy. Yeah, he's like, I bet you can't give me one good reason why I sh- you should why I shouldn't give hey, you a ride babe. in town, or you know, you hooked up I with somebody, this babe. Car, but he's wearing one a- thing it didn't come with <laughs> is a hot babe, <laughs> and he's wearing this really hideous Man. plaid suit. My dad had and, a suit um, like that. He has this. <laughs> he had this one horrible line when they were eating dinner. He said, mo- "Talking about all the women he bangs, he's like, well, most of them knows how to keep qu- know how to keep quiet, but you yeah, take the cake. She took the cake, all right." Um, so he wines and dines her and gets her hammered and then slips her a Mickey. And, um, he, in the meantime, calls his doctor friend over and they start in while she's out, start injecting her with heroin. And, um, by the time she wakes up three days later, um, and we know that because they show us the calendar on the wall flipping by (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that old, that old gag, um, they have her addicted to heroin, and he says it's the good stuff. It's not the cheap street shit. Um, cream of the cream of the crop. So, and it goes on for a little while longer, basically abusing her, and he's basically breaking her in to be a prostitute that's going to live in his house. And we get through a one-sided conversation on the phone that this has happened before, and they're trying to get money to do something. Him and this other guy open up a chain but, um, of uh, franchise out whorehouses. Yeah. All up and down yeah. the Nordic coast. Um, there's a the the one thing early early on. I was uh, really, I, I I guess, 
taken aback by the, the 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 music in it because the music when the movie is not silent, which has a pretty good effect, but with the when the music does play, it's very like it's just bizarre sounding. Like it starts off like it sounds like almost like a music box in reverse. Yeah, kind of yeah. what it that sounded fucking like. One music sounded sparse. like a a Swedish fucking uh, ice cream truck or something. When she's driving that fucking cop car, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it almost like, like it's more, I mean, not like a theremin, but some kind of like weird electric uh, instrument that hap- like that it composes a lot of the music in it as it goes throughout. And lots of interesting, like, I mean, it's not anything like high budget. It's nothing technically impressive, but it works in that you know they do that the the long echoes and stuff like that and it really makes it kind of jarring and unsettling and it 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 it, 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 it unsettled me yeah. <laughs> um yeah. it did but um the they do a good job like i said of making all the dudes gross um the doctor that comes in like he's this big fat sweaty guy with a comb over and I don't know if you noticed when he's injecting her with heroin the first time, they show him leaning over her, and then it shows a close-up of the needle, and it's obviously a woman's hand uh, putting the needle in. <laughs> maybe it's, he just had I mean, delicate like hands. Nice manicured fi- yeah, and yeah. manicured fingernails, too. Um, but uh, there's the guy, the camera guy who has the Yeah, what was up with that? They called him the, the... He said, uh, oh, your first person or something like that is going to be... So, well, no, the first one, she... she like did the Wolverine claws to his face, but the guy with the camera, he called him uh, Bill the Weirdo or something like that. And he's like choking her and and t- taking his photos camera of her and was all like it was just more like he just wanted to. And this poor know. girl has, she's got she's got regular clients, but none of them except for one dude is even interested in being like a normal prostitute's yeah. client. <laughs> One guy comes and bangs her all the time, but then everybody else is just fucking weird. Well, and, um, and, you know, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's lots of inter- interesting flourishes in the movie. And this is what I mentioned with it almost being like arty. Um, lots of first person shots, like shots over her shoulder. Um, the guy, like I, I like the scene with him explaining to her, the heroin, like he's staring directly into the camera. Um, oh. Another thing I really liked was the letter she writes home and it even goes, they even like to, uh, I guess <laughs> kayfabe, they don't even have her voice reading the letter. They have her dad reading the letter, um, as when it arrives and this shows her face. And then when her parents finally send her a letter back or when she gets to see it, um, they, uh, I like the I like the way it's she's reading the letter. She's by herself in a room reading the letter, but envisioning yes. her mom crying and and standing there telling her. And the thing is, like was Chris, pretty, pretty uh, well Christina Lindbergh is perfect for this because she has, even though she has like the body from fucking you know, it's like Jesus Christ. Her face looks so young and innocent that innocent. it it yeah. really does yeah. honest to god you'll be sitting there looking at her boobs and then you look up at her face and it's like oh god it's almost kind of creepy or weird almost almost, almost. not enough uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> she um to not to to be an uh, an actress known first for you know being in these 
sexual exploitation movies um, and not being an actress, it might have benefited her that she wasn't. I mean, literally, she does not say one word the entire movie. Um, I think you hear her voice once when she's like, like makes a noise when when a when dude's attacking her. But um, she d- plays the part very well. And maybe it's just like you were saying, maybe it's just that she's cast well. And maybe it's doing her favors that she's ah. not having to say any words so you can't see any limitations. Um, but she does a good job just being a nonverbal actor in this, I thought. Well, shit, she was um, 23 when they made this. I would have thought she was, I mean, Jesus Christ, she looks like she's about 15. <laughs> well, she always had, I mean, face. at least when she was doing films, she always yeah. had that baby face. Yeah. I don't know. I think I put um, a pillow over her fucking head. Something. Well, to get to the the stuff about the um, the triple X now, the if there's two different cuts of this movie, there's the I guess the rated R version and the rated X version. The rated X version has some things added in in post editing, namely uh, uh, hardcore porn, like some insertion, some anal sex, and it also has which I know is left out of the R cut. I think the the eyeball yeah. piercing. Which was, they said they fucking fucking did that for real to a fucking corpse. Yeah, that was pretty, that that one, that one made me win. Um, But as far as the porn goes, now I've heard arguments against it. I didn't really think too much the first, I've only, I've only ever watched the, the, the X cut all the way through. I've seen the, I've seen the differences, but I've not watched the rated R cut all the way through. For me, the triple X, or the I guess it wouldn't be, it would have been just X then. The X-rated cut of this, um, it still can work. It, it 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 does get gratuitous, but the eyeball stuff that the eyeball thing could yeah. have been left out. But the sex stuff, it does work because what we're seeing, in particular with this, with this guy, the the mullet, the gross mullet, hairy guy <laughs> that fucks her all the time. What you're seeing is like her as she's doing her training thing. She's also becoming like this, just more yes. dead in her eyes, and like so. And what what you see is at first she looks like, you know, she's horrified. Um, he throws down this like sweaty, wrinkled up ball of money on the bed. But as it goes on, you see her like becoming more. And this is with everybody. But in particular with him, with the sex scenes, you see her becoming more, I don't know if into it is the right thing, but I mean, she gets on top of him. She takes control of him at times. Um, the The anal scene in particular, because, you know, anal sex is a more intimate thing, you know, we're seeing her like not even like with a straight face then too. Um, and with the photography guy, you know, it shows her from being dominated. He's choking her and taking forcible pictures of her to her sitting there spreading open her puss <laughs> and, you know, showing it to the camera. Can you because say that she's on the starting air? to earn the money. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, we'll edit that out in post. And, um, but for me, I think the triple X works because you're seeing these horrific things and, but you're seeing her become more. Maybe not comfortable with it, but more like she takes, uh, yeah. dead well, she to takes it, more control. numb to she's, it. She's becoming right. uh, more powerful or something. She she goes from not from. She becomes from the lamb. Laying to the there, wolf. Co- 
She's yeah. She goes from laying there, kind of covering herself up with a ball of money landing on the bed, to her taking it in the butt and putting her hand out for money after he's done. You know, and I think it's you know, I think Take I think it, it works for that reason. At least five more dollars. And yeah, can you see? Did you see? Yeah, now, days. as far as casting goes, the guy that plays Tony is fucking pretty good. But I just, I was just sitting there thinking, I, I could just see Tom Zank playing fucking Tony. <laughs> if you he know, had a beard, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if he had like one of those shirts that was unbuttoned down to his like navel. Uh, so the 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 there's a lot of time spent with humiliating her essentially just over and over again, just uh, kind of grinding into the fact that she can't escape because she's addicted to heroin and this is the only place she can get it really. Um, but she's taking this money and bettering herself to uh, build to the climax of the film, so to speak. Now, um, the thing about that is I would think that if they now, like the one girl tells her, Hey, I've been, you know, Stealing away a little bit of money every time, and it seemed like Lindbergh had that fucking cash box. You would think that every time that they would come in and say, "Okay, I know you had this appointment, this appointment, this appointment, and this appointment," and they would take, they would just yeah, take all the money. Been, I was wondering if I was wondering if they were taking it like the door or something. It's the only thing I could figure out because why was yeah, she getting so much money for the butt? Bubble. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she just gets more and more calm about it all. She's posing, riding on top. Um, yeah, after a she, while, it's like, why are you so mad? One, one <laughs> thing <bad>. that was <laughs> one thing that I thought was weird the thing she seemed most disgusted about was having to kiss that yeah. skinny chick on the mouth. It's like, what are they trying to say? Man, she had some awful Yeah, she was a bitch too, she? man. She's, she's God, coming and just like her? fucking push her down and fucking slap her and shit. God, man. what's wrong with her? Um, but uh, the, the whole training tits, sequence, it a lot I, hotter. Like, you know, <laughs> I think so. Hers and hers and Lindbergh's tits mushing mush. together would have been mush. good stuff. We got a mush. There was no mushing to be had here. This is just two little marbles in a pantyhose. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Um, the. Uh, <laughs> But the you know you get the trading sequence and ball. I don't want to give away the end of the movie, but the the way the end is handled, I fucking love 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 some of the slow mo stuff they do and the rah, 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 sound effects and stuff like that. My favorite one was the slow mo effect with the whiskey pouring out of ma- of a, out of a guy's mouth and like and obviously like they turned on a fan and had his shirt blowing back and she had a couple of those slow mo's go- where. Pretty, she was doing, she was karate and guys, and they put their head back in that yeah. big string of spit and blood. Yes, the bloody spit. It's just like, it's like um, a big fucking just strand of it just came flying. Like a big loop. Yeah. The, um, and I love the, uh, the most explosive cars ever yeah. must be made in Sweden because, <laughs> because during the car chase, the fucking there's a mini that gets run off the road, and just from driving over a ditch, it it has this big like puff of smoke that comes out of it. You get this other one that runs into a ditch and instantly explodes. And my favorite one, <laughs> this is maybe laugh every time. This VW Bug rear ends this other car. It's probably it, it's the, best. the fucking both cars just fucking like mushrooms like out of dynamite. explode. It's like 
<laughs> which is the best because of VWs didn't even have yeah, a motor in the front. It just like smashed their luggage. <laughs> in the back. Oh my god, I love that I, every I will time. Say this, when I was talking about VW. the the, uh, the the bloody spittle coming flying out, it was like bright red. Uh-huh. But when guys would get shot in the stomach or in the leg, it looked like the 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 blood was horrible. It looked like hot sauce. It was like what was up with the blood on her bed? I didn't understand. No, that no, part. no, no, did no. I, no. What okay. did I miss? She, the girl that came in and talked to her all the time, um, uh-huh. Lindbergh was in her room and she heard a couple of gunshots and she went to the door to try and open it up oh. and the door was locked. And then Tony came in later and said, Oh, so and so, she said she wanted to, to, uh, to get out of here. So uh, we sent her to another uh, okay, town. Okay. But then she went into her bedroom okay. and they had killed her. Okay, because that was a lot of fucking it, blood. It I looked like they shot her like in the head because the pillow had blood all over it, and the pillow was had, the had a big hole in it. But there was blood everywhere else, so I think they must have tortured her or something too. Ugh. Um, hey, what did you I think of fucking it's it's one it's one of those. Uh, now I've always said, you know, I'm not a big. Uh, I really fucking hate movies that have like rape in it and shit like that. Now, but this yeah. one is such a low budget kind of. Uh, uh, cult film that it it works it's it's still disturbing i mean you know it's um but the whole revenge thing you can see where tarantino bit off this shit with like uh kill bill and stuff like that Uh, oh and it's great when she matches her eye yeah that was cool and uh um you know she does transform because she does look like such a such a a little kid at the beginning, and then when she's walking around that black coat and long black coat and mm-hmm. black pants, and the, and the sawed off. And I liked, I did like the training and all that. Um, I saw this, uh, God, I think it was when I first started listening to Gentleman's Guide, and they had either mentioned it or talked about it or something. And I see, I don't think so. This? I think they maybe had just um, said something about it, like, "What have you been watching?" or something. And okay. so I got it and watched it, and uh, it's probably the first movie I saw Lindbergh in. And uh, but I was like, "Holy, you know, actually, for as low budget as this movie is, this is actually pretty good." I can see where people would say, "Hey, let's remake this or or bite off of it and everything." Yeah. Um, what do you think about the X-rated stuff in it? Do you think it didn't it have enough butthole sex in it for me? Because you know, I'm all about <laughs> the sodomy. Um, you are, and you're also you're you're also with. If you're watching porn these days, you're probably used to bleached buttholes too. And yeah, definitely didn't but that, that wasn't her though. It was no, like well, whoever the they the, the stunt the stunt that were anus going was in was, a van, and they performed live sex shows, so they hired them to do it, which is kind of funny. Yeah, she, <laughs> you know, the, the the brown eye, you know, whatever. Um, but I really liked it. I it, it's a. Uh, some of and and even some of the slow mo stuff where they were doing karate, uh, and it mm-hmm. looked kind of um, like like they weren't going as slow mo with the camera as they were just doing stuff really slow. <laughs> but I it worked yeah. for me. <laughs> um, yeah, but the the way the camera works while it's going slow mo, like. They work like a guy flying back with a crash zoom. He flies yeah. back into boxes, and there's a slow mo crash zoom at the same time. It's just really it's it's well, like it's well done. 1973, and, and some of the the way that they did, I'm sure the squibs and stuff like that weren't like it wasn't uh, 
as perfected. And like you, you, right. you were saying, like maybe like show like have a, like a fan blast on them, and they go flying back, and the blood wasn't really. Well, it makes it almost it makes yeah. it stylized. Well, yeah, almost it was almost it. like somebody did a really like a, a college film or something like that, and even mm-hmm. though it was, um, you could see the low budget. It was the storyline and everything, and and the it was cool. It was just you know a lot of cool stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've watched it. I'm glad I haven't watched it since I watched it the first time, and you know, I, so I kind of I forgot about some of the stuff, and I really I really liked watching it again. It was good, good stuff. Cool. It's a All right, uh, let's uh, we can get to, we can get our ratings here. I I um this is a this is a great exploitation movie a def- definitely a solid film overall for me um i i appreciate the the flourishes it has like i said um i give this an 8.25 uh, oh like yeah yeah i'd say uh i give it an eight i really liked it i'm right there with you but um yeah. i was thinking today you know i know like Tar- tarantino uh, uh, got a lot of stuff off of this, but um, I was I was just thinking if somebody remade this, like a big budget today, you know, would it be, would would it? F- I, it just depends on the director. But I was actually thinking it about can't, it this cast. This would never feel the same. This would never feel the same yeah. if it had a budget. I wonder who they could get to be the stunt butt. <laughs> the stunt, stunt anus. anus. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know who has a brown. It would have to be stuff. like somebody. Like I, I could see. Uh, I hate to even mention any names because it's. It would just be like. Uh, because like I was gonna say like Natalie Portman when she was when she was a lot younger, but you know because I just watched Closer and she has a nice butt, but she didn't have any boobs. She didn't have Lindbergh uh, boobs. There's nobody out there that that looks as young as Lindbergh that had this that body. Jesus no. Christ. Nope. I'd be afraid to go walking around the mall Love with her. It. Somebody would fucking arrest you. Take Christina Lindbergh <laughs> to the mall. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what. I wonder what she looks like. Yeah, now. she gets some of the shows. She gets like crown and stuff like that. Really? She still looks good. I mean, she's like sixty-three years old though. But you know, hey, whatever. Whatever. We're going to be that old. Someday. All right. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> going. Uh, cool. Eight point two five and an eight. Uh, let's take a break and come back and do a little feed, little 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 feed sack, and uh, wrap it up. We'll be right back. Are you tired of the same old pop culture podcast? Do you listen to those other podcasts and think to yourself, why aren't they talking about the things I'm interested in? Hi, I'm Reverend Scott, and when I want to listen to a couple of guys with their appendages on the pulse of pop culture, Penis. I listen to the Are You Serious podcast. Hear news about politics and religion where hosts Chris and Frank ask the tough questions. If you woke up with a cock in your mouth, would you take it or leave it? Yeah, exactly. How big is the cock? <laughs> You'll hear entertainment news about your favorite movies and TV shows, plus plain old wholesome discussion about the lives of Chris and Frank. I mean, now I am, like, tattooed. It's weird. It's like I've... I guess I should explain what I got. Yeah. It's three swastikas. Each one interconnected. <laughs> to look like a smiley face. And on my left arm is cock and balls. And you notice I looked at my right Character arm. Character from an old that. Disney film. It's the prequel to Song of the South. Exactly. No, I have, it's um, called Song of the Cock and Balls. <laughs> it sounds like this. So when you think pop culture podcast, remember this. What's that thing between the dick and the asshole? The Are You Serious Podcast on iTunes or Are You Serious Podcast.com. <laughs> the Gooch. 
Oh, your what? Oh. No, oh, what's wrong with your balls? Like... Now, you know yeah, when empty. you said the thing about having, like, sitting on the sock? It's kind of like, oh, oh yeah. almost like I'm getting one of those pains. I know. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> uh, I always forget what it's called, though. Sock sitting. It's a, it's a it, it, it's a Roman root. I mean, uh, uh, for let's see, a Latin root for fleeting pain or something like that. Uh, tick, yeah, proctalgia fugax, fleeting rectal pain. There you go. How do you like your rectal pain, free Jack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Feed sack time. Um, so we gave up on the the. Well, we didn't really give up. We didn't kara- give up. Well, the listeners gave up on the karaoke contest, so we stopped mentioning it. We had Yay! one total So bad, James. By default, you are the winner. Now you would you, you had a super strong entry, and we're going to play this entry. This this was going to be hard to beat anyway, but. By default, you have won, sir. So let me turn down the music and let's get to Bad James. It's probably good that nobody else entered because they wouldn't have won anyway because, you know, fuck. God, he sent this back in April 6th. That tells you how long ago. All right, here we go. Oh, and for those of you that don't remember, (laughs) it's Bon Jovi. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
Well, that oh, there's a lot of old TV <laughs> shows like that. And then that's like old girlfriends, too. You go back and fuck them, and you're like, what the fuck? Why was I so upset about this shit? This bitch fucking all... She didn't even fucking give me head or anything. Fucking curly-haired uh, cunt. Um, so, next... <laughs> curly-haired. Um, the Let's see. Next yeah. week on the show... Next week. We're gonna do. We're gonna change it up just a little bit, but not really. We're gonna do one movie next week, but this one movie Ugh. is almost three hours long. Um, I'm going to introduce Zom in in a very fashionable way to the world of Bollywood. We are going to review the 1975 should be on Criterion classic Bollywood film Sholay. Um, it has an intermission, so I guess we'll, we'll do it for our normal breaks. We'll do first half of the movie, second half of the movie. Get up, um, go get but, Taco um, Bell during the intermission. Well, at least I will. Yeah. I'm still, I still um, have a man's so it's, stomach. It's a classic, and I hope Zom <laughs> likes it. Uh, <laughs> starring the, the super-duper famous Amitabh Bakchan and, and others, so... Hopefully, uh, hopefully you dig it. So we're good. we'll get some Sholay next week. Um, you can always send us feed sack to 206-339-1600 or silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, find our show on iTunes or find it on Stitcher or find it on uh, uh, our website, <laughs> Yeah, Public restrooms. Bootleg CDs. <laughs> Bootleg CDs yeah. in China. We're big in China. They would um, send us a fucking... Uh, and, Karaoke. They would. We might not understand China it all, but loves get it. Richie They'd Sambora. <laughs> um, and uh, join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Silva and Gold. Come look at pictures of dogs and news stories about buffets <laughs> or something. Oh, now um, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry, too. I've been grazing out. Hey, what'd you think? I just posted a picture of this. What'd you think of that fucking one dude when he first walked in and he just like, it was the most unconvincing uh, grabbing of, I mean, here's this chick with these spectacular tits. And the way he grabbed them was like, he never touched a tit before in his life. He was a little, he was gross. His yeah. mullet was really bad. Like it's like this helmet and his really gross. He grabbed it like Baron von Raschke one... would put a claw on somebody's head instead of you know. I mean, you don't grab a girl's tits like that. Well, she's yeah, a but still, I'd, you can't you treat know, her too nice. That, it just looked. It was so <laughs> awkward. I think he should have been. Uh, maybe should have been in Top Gun or uh, Point Break. The way he handled <laughs> handling yeah. something else. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. That's how you reach out and grab a response. Your buddy's <laughs> cock. <laughs> what? <Power hammer>. um, <laughs> <laughs> until next week. <laughs> this is a low boot. <laughs> Bye. <coughs> Fuck. Ew. Thank you.